Dink, dink. Dink, 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 dink. <laughs> Welcome back to the Jenna Julian Podcast featuring Jenna's lovely summer dress. Aw, stop. All right, I'll stop. This episode of the Jenna Julian Podcast is brought to you by Five Star. Guys, back to school is going to come and you're going to need some school supplies. Go to Five Star to get your school supply needs. They have awesome backpacks, built quality, built to last. Uh, you can enter the sweepstakes today at Mead, M-E-A-D, Ooh. five spelled out, F-I-V-E star dot com slash sweeps. Uh, there's an awesome sweepstakes going on. What can you win? What can you win? Well, funny you ask <laughs> because you can win things. Like this. Whoa. Awesome five-star backpacks. If you guys follow the vlogs, you know that came to the house, and I I didn't know <laughs> that we had five-star as a sponsor yet, so I was like, who sent me a brand-new backpack? Five-star yeah. did. Five-star did. So, uh, guys, go check it out. Mead5star.com slash sweepstakes. More on that later on. This or if, episode, even if you're not a student and just want some supplies. Everyone needs a backpack. To life. Everyone needs a backpack. I want a life. For something. Yeah, to life. Do you live? Do you even live even? This episode is also brought to you by Tracker. Tracker makes losing things a thing of the past. Uh, it's a basically hey. a coin-sized device that you can track misplaced keys, wallets, bags, computers, things like that. Super, super helpful, super practical, pretty incredible. Uh, you can go right now to thetracker.com. That's T-H-E, tracker.com, and enter promo code Jenna Julian. For 30% off your entire order with Tracker. Incredibly helpful. Thank you to our sponsor. I want to get one of those for my mom. One time I found her keys in the piano. Yeah, my mom My mom loses everything. She loses her keys. Her phone, like, she goes through like three phones a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. All right. What are you doing today, Julie? Well, funny you'd ask. Again, uh, well, it's Sunday. We normally record Thursday to Saturday sometime in that span of days we were recording on a sunday today because we wanted to do a post ufc 200 podcast yes um we watched it last night as did many people do you know what the figures were for i looked it up the the pay-per-view buys are not available yet Mm. and even when they do come out a lot of them are kind of weird figures because people are reporting facts that aren't facts and i do have some information though uh so i thought we would oh by the way guys my hair is not blonde the green screen has to key out my group my (laughs) yellow hair for it to be uh, like appear in this in the shot so i still have yellow hair but i am glow in the dark pale (laughs) <laughs> I have no tan on. I'm, um, pale. I'm a pale person. You're cute, pale. Yes, stop it. You don't need tan. I don't know why you. You gotta make me blush. Well, I'll see it because you're pale. <laughs> Shut up. Oh All my right. God. So I came up with a game. Well, first I want to just have us react. We I think we should just kind of have a like a a debrief, if you will, of like our thoughts on the on the fight with all that crazy hype leading up to it. Um, what we think, our reactions. And then we'll go into the game that I developed. Okay, let's um, go. Why don't you Why don't you start? I will start with the first two nights of UFC 200 were far superior to the main night of UFC 200. Yeah. So if you guys aren't familiar, Thursday night and Friday night, there were separate fights as like a giant fight week spectacular. They had three fights, including Saturday's fight. Yeah, like the Joanna Claudia fight was incredible. That was such a good fight. And that was the night before. That was Friday night. Imagine if that was the headlining fight instead of Misha and uh, I would have been okay with it. And Eddie Alvarez, he fought Thursday night. That was an amazing fight. It was. Um, 
last night was weird. The whole thing was weird. From start to finish, it was weird. I, for one, am in the school of thought that Anderson Silva, taking that fight on 48 Hours, wasn't really in there to beat DC. He wasn't. He was just there to get paid and not hurt, get hurt. I, I don't think he was trying to fight, period. Riddle me if I'm a conspiracy theorist. That's my conspiracy well, theory. It's he not, wasn't going to go in there and beat up DC. I don't think it's as much of a conspiracy as it is just plain facts. He literally said after the fight, which a lot of us like predicted, he hadn't trained one hour for this fight. Like he yeah. hadn't trained at all. He was on the couch and he flew to Vegas to fight. Like you can only fight so well. You can only be such a good Anderson. Yeah, but also, like, what's he going to do though? Is he going to go in there and fucking beat his ass? A, a, a fucking in shape, like motivated Anderson could possibly do that. Yes, but you saw he had a couple nice, nice, you know, combos, and then other than that, he was just like helpless on the ground. I, yeah, yeah. I feel like it was just like he took the fight and was just going to go in there and get paid and and let DC. That's what win. it felt like. Yeah, that's what it felt like. So that was weird. That was weird. And then uh, what else was weird? Frankie Edgar losing was upsetting. Uh, it wasn't really weird, I liked but Frankie Edgar. Yeah, it wasn't weird. Yeah. At least that was a fight, but mm-hmm. frustrating for Frankie's good touch, although. But um, it was weird. It was just weird. Every single fight was weird. The Brock Lesnar fight was weird. It was weird. I feel weird. I don't know what to do with my arms. No, I think weird is the best is the best uh, description of the yeah, whole like entire. Yeah, like one fight started and it got weird, and then the weird ended, and then another weird fight started. Yeah, you and know, honestly, I think the <laughs> the last normal fight. Weird. That we saw was Kane versus Brown. Yeah, for and sure. They threw amazing. two wheel kicks. Kane threw a fucking wheel kick. Two. He landed one. We'll get to that later. They looked perfect, though. Yeah, he. I mean, we saw a fucking vintage Kane Velasquez, which I was so excited about because after you have so many injuries and you fucking sit on the fucking bench for so long, you come back and you, so many times he sucks. Mm. You know, every guy who goes through that, every guy or girl goes through that nine out of ten times comes back a completely different fighter for the worse. Mm. And Kane did not. Mm. He came back full fledged Kane Velasquez. It was awesome. He's one of the most exciting fighters to watch. Mm. But no, I agree. I mean, I agree. With what these. are your thoughts, Julian? Um, okay, so uh, Julian's sad. I was sad Wednesday night because when John Jones dropped out of this fight, I felt like the full potential of this card was a thing of the past. There was no way this fight was this whole entire night was going to be what we thought or what we even like would have settled for. It was going to be kind of crappy and it was. And I think a lot of people like there's, you know, there's that, you know, the, the curses, like the curses, like in everything, like basically like I go on the MMA subreddit, but a lot of, you know, anyone you talk to, you'll talk about in MMA, how, when you have a great card coming up, the, the MMA gods will sacrifice one of those fights mm. to make the card happen because it's too good to happen mm. all, you know, and so UFC 200 initially was McGregor versus Diaz, right? It was, um, who is, uh, who else? Fucking, I'm blanking right now. There was McGregor, Diaz, and... 
Oh, yeah. No, Jones DC and yeah. then Brock Lesnar against Mark Hunt. And two of those fights didn't happen. And this week, on Monday or something, someone posted on the subreddit. It was like, guys, can you believe it? This is actually happening. And everyone in the comments was like, fuck you, dude. What the hell? Like, how dare you? And of course, it, it, you know, John Jones dropped out. But I, like back <laughs> back to what I was saying is like John Jones dropping out of this fight in the fashion that he dropped out was just such a like a kick to the gut that nobody could really get that excited for the fight anymore. You heard it. If you were watching, there was no energy in that arena. People were not. Because it was weird. It was weird. Everything was weird. It could have been epic, but instead of epic, it was like they had all these tweaks that were meant to make it epic, like the gold octagon and the and the weird screen. But that all turned weird because of that the, screen the turn was of the event. killing me. That screen looked like not a single person in there could actually see what was being on that screen. And then they were televising it to us, and we couldn't really even see what was on that screen. Like that screen benefited no one. Yeah, period. The screen was fucking <laughs> and shit. No Nobody popped out of it when they like brought it up. Yeah, um, come on, guys. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. Hold on, I want to give a okay, couple more. Ahead, just ahead. a couple more. Um, a lot. Like I, I feel bad for DC once again because I feel like I'm always feeling bad for DC because what is he going to do? Say no and not fight Anderson, or no, he fucking he fought Anderson, which a lot of people wouldn't have done. He played it safe because you can't lose that fight if you're him. Yeah. You just cannot. Yeah. So he fought his fight, and yeah, it wasn't exciting. It wasn't the fight people wanted to see or paid to see. Uh, or, you know, flew to Vegas to see or whatever, yeah. but it was what it was. And then the whole Brock thing, for some reason that drew booze. Like Brock was on the shelf for five years and he comes mm-hmm. back and he dominates a top five opponent. That's fucking impressive. It's impressive. And he almost finished him too. Like he didn't completely, you know, just smother him on the ground and just not do anything. He was aggressive. He landed punches. He like really hurt him, you know, for a he second. Did. I and was still hoping for a Mark Hunt top of the head grazing punch. I know. Just magically knocks him But that's, out. that's what makes this win for Brock all <laughs> so more impressive, you know? I agree. Brock, you know, Mark Hunt is terrifying. It He's was dangerous. all very impressive. But, and then the but Misha not showing weird. up. Everything was weird. It's just, nothing went how I thought it was going to go or wanted to. If Misha to. had made it out of that first round, she would have been fine. Yeah, All but, you have to do is make it out of that first round against Amanda Nunes, and she's done. Yeah, but there's one woman on the planet who is built to do that, and, and it's, it's Misha, Misha Tate. Tate. <laughs> she is the only fighter who is good at weathering storms and coming back. Like, I don't know what uh, happened to her. She just had a weird night, huh? Yeah. Okay, you want to get into the game? If you want, I want to... Okay. No, no, sorry. What were you going to say? Go ahead. I just, like... The John Jones thing, the pulling yeah. out, the watching the video with Dana breaking the news to DC was absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. It was so sad to watch and hard to watch because all he wants to do is fight. And we've talked about this with DC that your career is in someone else's hands right yeah. now. Not like all of it, but a lot of it right now. More than it should be. And John Jones keeps fucking up. Do you think. In the court of public opinion, is this like the end? Like, I know we've all been saying it for a long time. Like, I'm sick of him. He's fucking like squandering his opportunities, you know, not acting like a professional, fucking up and just not taking it seriously. And that he treats everything like he's better than it. Like he can just come back and and people love it. Is this is this his last chance? Um, It's a loaded question. I think that there were. People were talking about the fact that he potentially could be suspended for two years. Mm. I think if that suspension happens, it could be the end of John Jones in the UFC. Mm. Very well end. I think uh, the UFC, like Mark was saying, the UFC should make a statement and cut him. Yeah, they should say, "We don't want your shit anymore. Goodbye. Yeah, Have they don't fun need elsewhere." Him to break record sales, you are not bigger than the company. Headline. Yeah, yeah. sorry, him. you you had a chance to be greatness and you you blew it. So you know, I think if that suspension from USADA, the drug agency, anti doping agency, happens. 
Um, they will, you know, they will cut him or even if they don't cut him, even if the UFC is like, yeah, we'll see you in two years, two fucking years off a fighter's life. I'm sorry. That's a career changer. Mm. Like whatever greatness he could have ever become is no longer a, p- a possibility. It's just not. What about somebody like Nate Diaz though? Didn't he get suspended? Nate and Nick have been suspended for smoking weed. But that's not necessarily... I'm just saying it's not necessarily a career ender if you get suspended for a couple of years. I disagree only because... It's John Jones and he's done fucked up a million times. No, no, it's not even that. (laughs) I just disagree because you look at Nate and Nick Diaz and their fighting style is so longevity based. You can fight like them way into your 30s and 40s. With John Jones, he's a freak fucking athlete. He's someone you want to watch fight because he's incredibly naturally gifted. He's skilled. He's explosive. He's powerful. He's strong. That that two years off of that style is more detrimental to two years off of the, the slow and the steady boxing that the Diaz's mm. play and the grappling. I'm, I'm just saying as a viewer, as a fan, I like find popularity it... popularity-wise? Yeah, well, yeah, I yeah. find it totally forgivable if somebody gets caught smoking weed and gets suspended rather than, like, going out and fucking drag racing and, and doing the fucking cocaine and... Breaking a pregnant wo- yeah, woman's arm in an exactly. Ar- in and then Exactly. And then coming back and then failing a drug test yeah. and all... All of the stuff that it's he's doing like is him. kind of shitty. It's hard to like him. It's like, I, I'm just saying it is possible for someone to get suspended for doing stuff and come back. But this was John Jones's chance, which he now, again, squandered an he opportunity. He squandered his second or third, depending on how you look at it. Because chance. I think if, if, you know, Nate Diaz or someone that's gotten suspended for drugs or some shit, if they get their chance and they fuck it up again... You know, maybe you'd feel the same way about them. Yeah. I, I've, I, ha- I find it hard to like anyone that ruins second chances yeah. or third chances. Especially in the manner he's ruined it. Like, Well, especially when you're a professional athlete. Like, what are you here to do? Well, he hasn't acted professional at all. <laughs> you can't do your job. Four years. What do you do? Yeah, but what, what you were talking about, how like DC, his career is kind of at the mercy of what John Jones just decides to do. It just sucks because DC is a hard worker and he's had an incredibly resilient life. And it's just like you look at him and you're like, I don't, I don't know what to do, but feel bad for you. Yeah. Like you just want to, you yeah, want to achieve <laughs> such greatness and you cannot because this guy is like throwing you under the bus at every stop. And yeah. like this, you know what sucks is like DC somehow lost fans on Saturday night because of how he fought. Mm. People were pissed. I mean, you know, one of the most depressing things to all look at. All those things are out of his control. Yeah. Can you only control what you have control over. Like, all of those are out of as his much, control. As much as you like DC, think about this. One of the most depressing things to ever see is his Instagram comments. People are so mean to him. Really? Yeah. Well, They're like, you're really... a paper champ. You're you're a fake. You didn't beat Jones. Like, fuck off. Get out of Like, what can he do? Yeah. He lost the fight against Jones. Big fucking deal. And he's deal. been waiting to Like, he's been waiting to fight him. He at least would have had a chance to show people that he was going to fight him this yeah. hour. He couldn't, you know, it's, I, he's just the real victim in well, this whole thing. I mean, thing. I understand a little bit because I wasn't always a DC fan until I like Wikipedia him and was like, wait a second, <laughs> yeah. like took, like gave him a chance a little bit yeah. and I get it now. And I am a fan of his. Yeah. And even if he lost against John Jones, I'm a fan of his. I just respect him. Yeah. You can't help you know? but respect him. Yeah. I wish people would show him a little more respect. Maybe. I know. Yeah. Fuck. But, okay, I also want to talk about the fact that you had a theory that you thought that Ronda Rousey was going to pop out there again. Do you think that if Misha Tate won, Ronda Rousey was going to pop out and fucking challenge her? 
possibly. I, I mean, wanted her to be under that so, curtain so bad. So here's my thing on that. <laughs> Just pop out. Hey guys. Hey, hey guys. guys. It's me, Rhonda. <laughs> There's like a, a Metro commercial where she's like walking like no, this. No, like so, yeah, so, so many too, shoulders. Yeah. Um, hey guys. That's my fastest knockout. Can you, you beat it? Why are you moving your shoulder? <laughs> calm down. Um, one of my things about that is, like, I told you. I was like, if Misha wins, Ronda's going to come into the cage after the fight, and it's going to be a whole thing. That was my that was my logic on why they moved Your Misha to UFC the main event. UFC 200 spectacular here. Yeah, that was my that was my logic on why that Misha Tate Nunes fight was moved to the main event instead mm. of like say Cormier. Whatever. I mean, it's not a bad theory. I think it's a good theory. I think it, in theory it was a good theory, but then you see Lesnar versus Hunt and DC versus Silva, and you're like, now I get why these couldn't be the main events. These yeah. are circuses. Yeah, like nothing about this represents high level mixed martial arts it just doesn't i'm sorry yeah like lesnar's amazing right. he's a freak uh, uh athlete and dc is awesome but silva came in like a dad and he had no training yeah, but like, it was also it was borderline exhibition almost they're cross-promoting the wwe non-stop felt really weird when they he's did that. coming back after what five fucking years yeah. you, nobody knows what to expect you no one's expecting it to be like a mind-blowing fight we're just excited to see brock lesnar fight it's almost exhibition and he's got a giant uh uh, WWE, whatever the fuck, in August. Like, it's not like he's going in there to, you know, break somebody's fucking leg or whatever. He he's just in there to to be get, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. It's t- exhibition almost. Yeah, that yeah, can't be true. the main event. No, it can't. It was it was a freak show almost. He's got millions and millions of dollars to make in August. Yeah. His career is laughing at everybody else's career yeah, because he he's on the cover the of that fucking video game. He sits back in his corner after one round. You see him fucking like laughing. At one point, he's like smiling and high five. He was sitting in his Hunt corner laughing. He because was laughing. He, his yeah. career is laughing at everybody. He is winning. Yeah. He's fucking winning. <laughs> so ridiculous. no matter what he does, he's winning. Yeah. Collect his just, paycheck. Like, he's getting double fucking paychecks. Oh man. Double all over the place. He supposedly made two point five mil on Saturday night. Yeah, not to mention how much money he's going to make in August when he does whatever fucking WWE fight. And I also not to mention the fights he'll make in the future that he just set up in the UFC yeah. by winning that fight. But, I mean, everybody's happy for Brock. I feel no problem being I have like, no here, problem. Brock, take my money. Exactly. And, like, you know that's Brock. Right. That's why it's so exciting that he's back in the UFC because you're like, holy shit, the one and only Brock Lesnar yeah. But is nobody fight. expected I to watch that it. to be, like, the most incredible fight. No, ever. no. But, so they moved Misha they moved and Amanda Nunes yeah. to the uh Headlining fight, and yeah. you thought that Ronda Rousey was going to come out. Yeah, but now and she no show. Yeah, up. She didn't show up. But now, but now that I Girl. now that I watched all three of Ronda. those uh, those fights, I'm like, you couldn't have had anything but Misha Nunes as the main event. That was the only legitimate MMA fight. But as soon as that happened, you and I just looked at each other and we're like, this whole division is a mess. It's right? a mess. Like the band, women's bantamweight makes no sense. It's a mess. It's just there's no logic. Holly can beat Ronda. Misha can beat Holly. Rhonda can beat Misha. Rhonda can beat Misha. Did Rhonda beat Amanda Nunes? I don't think she fought her. I don't think she fought yeah. her either. Because Amanda Nunes is still... Her career is yeah, just relatively new. Yeah, yeah. And Nunes can beat Misha. But Holly can beat Nunes, right? I think Did they so. fight? I don't know. Fuck, I should look that up. It's like a big clusterfuck, Yeah, though. but that's it's not the worst. It's like it could be, a giant game of rock, paper, scissors. But it's cool. Exactly. Exactly. It's cool, though. Because it's a mess. <laughs> it's, it's a good mess, though. Because if you look at... If you compare that to, say, light heavyweight, hmm. light heavyweight fucking sucks. Yeah. Okay? After the Saturday night, they're talking about matching DC up with the winner of Anthony Johnson versus Glover Teixeira, who are both just so tired and are not talented enough to be top five mm-hmm. fighters. They're just not. 
not. Like, mm-hmm. light heavyweight is so sparse with talent right now. It's the most frustrating thing. So when you look at bantamweight, when championships are getting handed over each yeah. fight, you're like, holy shit, it's exciting. It is very exciting. You know, same with lightweight right now. But it's it, nuts. it also, it, it's it's so much more satisfying to watch, even though it's a clusterfuck and a roller coaster, than to watch someone have the belt and then not be able to fight for a while or like dip out for a hot second. Like yeah. it, it's annoying when that happens. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. I like watching people just take it. I agree. I lose agree. It and then take it. Although I I adore Misha and she's been working like a fucking bulldog for her entire life, and it was nice to watch her win. Sad to watch her lose, but like it is exciting. Yeah, because it's anybody's fucking belt. Yeah. And any given time. Yeah. I mean, isn't that the goal? I mean, Dana might argue that the goal is to have one cash cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's learned his mistake. I mean, over and over he was again. trying. Well, he was trying to make Connor that cash cow. He was trying to make Paige that cash cow, Ronda, Ronda that cash cow, and every one of them has kind of let him down because they've lost. <laughs> and it's just and and Jones now is like kind of fucking himself in the UFC. It's like well, Jones can't make anybody money right now. No, he can't. He can't even make himself money right now. Hmm. Damn, I really wanted to see that fight. I, uh, I, um, I were to so when, me, when do we find out what happens to John Jones? Probably in the coming week. Probably okay. this week sometime. Yeah, I, I would think they're going to announce something. At least Usada will make a statement on his suspension. Mm. That should or the trial of his suspension, whatever. That something's going to come out this week. Um, Are they going to tell us what exactly he tested positive for? Will you tell us what Mark said? <laughs> Yeah, he well, he basically has a, a I don't know the name of it, a supplement company sponsoring him, basically like pre workout protein gainer stuff like that. Someone's still shit sponsoring get, him? No, no, before this fight, <laughs> shit that you get in the tub, like bodybuilders and powerlifters use because he was training right. his at a powerlifting gym, so it's natural that he got. I shouldn't use the word natural; it's it's uh, understandable that he, <laughs> that he got that sponsorship. So apparently, in one of those supplements, he didn't care to read the ingredients, and one of the ingredients was a banned substance. Uh, I don't think it was. I don't think it was like blatant, like fucking he was juicing, mm-hmm. but I think it was a banned substance. Mm-hmm. I think it had DHEA in it, which uh, you're not supposed to take. And I think it had a disclaimer, obviously, the FDA, you make when you create a supplement, you have to put a disclaimer. Like, if warning, if you are being tested, this will not be okay or whatever. And that's, there was an A sample and a B sample. A sample tested positive. He got ejected from the fight. Then the B sample was still out there. Everyone was like, well, what is the B sample going to test? Because that could prove him innocent if it's test negative tested positive so both samples were positive uh, it's just it's a really bad look for him sounds careless sounds careless it, that's what it is and and uh the amount of times he apologized uh when he's crying at the press conference he's he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry to ufc i'm sorry dana i'm sorry Cormier. that behavior leads me to believe that he knew he was cheating i'm sorry because if 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 he didn't say he's sorry and he's acting like shit, why is this happening to me? Then it's like, okay, maybe he might have forgotten. Right. If his knee-jerk reaction was like super fucking angry, like, oh my God, I can't fucking believe this. Yeah, no tears, just frustration. and. Well, because that's that's an easier emotion to process when something like that happens to you. Like, I'm so fucking mad. Like, I've done everything that I could. For you to just sit there and cry is sort of like, yeah, maybe you did fucking know. (laughs) And you got caught. I mean, everyone's He's not even outraged. He's upset for himself. Yeah. He's not sorry to Dana. Mark, what you were saying, though, Mark, I was... He texted me, like, 
Thursday, right after the Jones news broke, he said, what the fuck happened to John Jones? And I said, he apparently didn't know there was this, you know, an ingredient in a supplement uh, that had an advanced sub- substance. And he said, was the ingredient a needle with a, a <laughs> testosterone <laughs> symbol on it? <laughs> Did he accidentally sit on it? I like how Mark, <clears throat> Mark uh, was calling the Mark Hunt. Brock Lesnar fight a little game of punchy face. <laughs> punch face. That's what punch Mark. Face. That's what Mark Hunt says. Punch face. Yeah. Punch so face. anytime Mark Hunt was asked a question about Lesnar, he was like, "Oh, I just want to play punch face." Punch face. Yeah. Nice. That's funny. Yeah. Punch face is pretty cool. <clears throat> Man, weird night. Weird fucking night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but for those athletes out there who do take supplements and uh, they aren't on the banned substance list and you won't get tested positive for them. You're just taking good supplements to be an awesome athlete. Um, put them in your backpack from five uh, star <laughs> because five star has the best, awesome, uh, backpacks, extra large backs. Check out this backpack. Okay. So the, you see how this comes from the front all the way to the back. So yeah. why don't you just like look inside from there? The front to There's the some back. stuff in there too for you. Why don't you, uh, do a little demo? Ooh. Um, <laughs> Where my supplies at? I'm Where are they? Back. What? What do you? What all do right. I do so this is the expandable backpack. All right. Mm. It's designed with students in mind. Mm. Okay. It has. It's an extra large backpack. <clears throat> expands like to an additional seven inches for added storage. Straps wow. distribute weight comfortably. See how the straps come from the back wow. to the front? It distributes. So this is the expandable storage wow. right here. See that? Yeah, see, it's like a suitcase. It's like a suitcase. Separate padded compartment secures and protects laptops. So there's a laptop compartment for you guys who need to bring your laptop to school. Uh, there's a quick and easy expanding. Um, Whoa. Uh, easy, sorry, easy access with uh, the zipper on the side, which allows uh, like you to hang it in your locker. So if you hang it in your locker, there's a quick zipper on top that you don't have to unhang it to get stuff out. Um, in there, we got the five-star flex hybrid note binder, which acts like a notebook, works like a binder. Tech, Dude, I wish we had this kind of school technology when I was right? in school. This all I had was dope. Lisa Frank, and it just like broke all the time because I loved it. Um, <laughs> speaking of which... Well, this is cool. Your mom wanted me to talk to you and ask you about your trapper keeper <gasps> i loved my trapper keeper what was your trapper keeper i just had really cute stuff uh-huh. my trapper keeper i bet your trapper keeper wasn't as dope as this stuff though no it, like all of this stuff is just like not what we had at all we just had paper folders and like a trapper keeper and that was it yeah it's and pretty sweet pieces of paper and that's why half of my shit would just get destroyed, like, in the snow. I know. This shit's like, look at this. Fuck. It's like, look at this material. Like, nothing's getting in here. What even are you even? Guys, show off your sweet selfie skills Ooh, and enter the bucket. Express Your Selfie Sweepstakes. Create your one-of-a-kind selfie with cool characters, fun props, and more for your chance to win one of 55 awesome prizes, including the hottest tech devices, gift cards, and more. Go to meadfivestar.com slash sweeps. To enter the sweepstakes. It's cool in here. All right. I took a trip inside the backpack. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. Choose okay, five-star products for all your backs-to-school <laughs> needs, guys. Five-star is uh, truly oh. quality right here. Um, and... Our other sponsor this week is really cool. It's called Tracker. It's spelled T-R-A-C-K-R, like Track R. Tracker. Um, 
It's this tiny coin-sized device, all right? And you can locate misplaced keys, wallets, phones, stuff like that. Just pair your tracker to your smartphone, attach it to anything, and find its precise location with the tap of a button. So sick. It lasts for a year. The battery lasts for a year, and then you, I think, switch or charge the battery. But the app will give you a notification when the, when the battery is dying, so you will know to switch it out. If you lose your phone, just press the button on the tracker, and your phone rings. Holy fuck. So it connects to your phone <laughs> via the app, so it can work like vice versa. You can find things with the tracker attached to it, or you can find your phone with your tracker. Really cool. Can you put it on your Sermit? You can put, <laughs> you can put it on your Sermit, but only items. Uh, listen, you guys, uh, if you want to get 30% off your entire order with tracker, go to the T H E T R A C K E R, the tracker, you spell out full tracker.com promo code Jenna Julian, you get 30% off your entire order. Uh, really cool stuff and really helpful because everyone I know loses everything important. If you have a fucking vlogging camera, True. if you have a phone, if you have a wallet, just True. don't want to lose it. Or Attach if somebody tries to, to steal your shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's always good to uh-uh. have an eye on your belongings. Not today. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. Two new sponsors this week. That's exciting. Wah, wah, wee, wah. All right, so I got a game, okay? The game is I'm called... I'm excited. Can We Blame Jones? <laughs> so basically, I compiled... Something tells me that you're harboring a little bit of resentment. Yeah, maybe you. a little bit. Um, I compiled over 20 facts that happened at UFC 200. Things that are are factual. They are not up for debate. They literally happened. And it is up to us to f- figure out if we can blame John Jones for that happening. <laughs> and we can debate about it. We can get crafty with it because I feel like in a sense you can kind of blame everything. Like thank Jones Palma. Oh my god. All right, you want to start? Yes. All right. So Juliana Peña won and asked for a title shot. Can we blame Jones? <clears throat> oh. I'm still just, like, getting over the Juliana Pena one. Yes. Yes, we can. Okay, why? Because we can. Okay, my excuse to blame Jones is because if John Jones was on the card, Kat Zingano would have been more excited to beat Juliana Pena. There we go. All right, number two. Juliana Pena would have been too excited and lost focus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She was going to be too excited to get a selfie with John Jones after the True. fight. All right. Number two, DC somehow loses more fans once again for doing nothing wrong. That's 100% Jones's fault. 100%, 100% John Jones's easy one. fault. Number three, Anderson lost his first light heavyweight fight. 100% Jones's fault. <laughs> Can you see Anderson, you know here? you're undefeated at light heavyweight, right? Uh, uh, uh. He's so goofy. He's a goofball. He is such a goofball. Did you see the video Dana posted on his Instagram when no. Anderson stepped up? What? Dana's hanging with Anderson, and he looks at the camera, and he's like, he's back. And Anderson goes, I'm back. <laughs> I love the way he talks, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, like a, he's like a... Uh, he's self-aware. He's a self-aware meme. Yes. Right? He's very funny. He's very good. Um, all right. Ready? Yeah. Number four. The octagon being painted a dehydrated pea-colored gold. Yeah. What was that? Is that Jones's fault? Yes. It's Jones' fault. It's all his fault. I honestly think he probably sent the UFC an email and said, I'm so excited for this big card. Can you please make the octagon the color of my pee? And then he sent him a picture of his pee. It wasn't. They could have made it gold, though. They could have made it shiny and gold. Uh, It was weird yellow. That color is not gold. That color is yellow. Okay. 
It's we we both agree yellow. that we're still four for four, four for four. Jones's fault. It's all his fault. All right. Number Everything. five. We got to come up with a reason. Number five. Dana White's blood pressure raising so high that it melted his razor when he tried to t- shave and it 100%. couldn't even shave for the fight. 100%. I'm convinced that Dana did not shave because he hadn't slept in days because his blood pressure was so high. He had not slept because all Because of John Jones. His blood pressure was so high. Because of... Feel this guilt, John. That is, Look at Dana's that face. That is so deeply John Jones' You did fault. this to Dana. So deeply his fault. His doctor's already so mad at him. Look at his face. <laughs> you did this. Yeah, right? Like, John Jones... Jones You're is, killing is the making man. Dana White's doctor so him. much money. You're killing him. <laughs> like three doctor's visits a week because of John Jones. <laughs> three a week. Uh, all right. Number six. Mike Goldberg having an exceptionally zonked out night of commentating. Oh, my God. Like, was he weird? Like, especially weird? So we, it was it He's was Joe so Rogan's bizarre. commentating partner. For it was those really bizarre. It was, it was bizarre. A, a couple of times, Joe just straight up interrupted him and was yeah. like. Because he was going on about some random shit. Yeah. Fighting styles, they really, they make a fight. Hey, okay, so he's going yeah, for... Yeah, he's, oh, he's going for the arm. Like, shut up, Mike, about fighting styles. He's no, taking his arm right now. They they showed that, um, the you know, the pictures of whatever fighters. And what, what remember, that's what started us, like, being like, is he all right? Because he was like, this is, this is looking to be... A great matchup. Yeah, it yeah. Was really there was a bizarre. weird pause that you were like, "Is he okay? What was that pause, Mike Goldberg?" Number seven. So that's obviously Jones's fault. All his fault. Yeah, right. Because yeah. Mike is like, he doesn't even know what he's doing anymore. He's like, I was expecting John Jones. Now I think I'm in. My, Japan. I feel like Mike was prepared for a John Jones fight, Everyone and then had, had, had a giant adrenaline dump and just did, forgot how to do his job. I think the fans had an adrenaline dump. Bless you, Mouse. Thank you. Bless you, Mouse. All right, number seven. <laughs> Connor having one moment of camera time that lasted long enough for us not to see him until UFC 202. Mm. Did you remember that shot? Mm-hmm. When he's just like... It was way too long. <laughs> okay, um, didn't do that's, anything. That's Jones's fault. Yeah, if, if he's because not they there, had to put him on there. They had to put him on because they had, no, they had no John Jones backstage warming up, killing some fucking pads to look at. Although I will say there was really one really cool. I'll show you. There's one really cool picture that someone snapped of uh, Connor looking at the Edgar Aldo fight. Look at this picture. Look at uh, look at Connor in this picture. It's pretty sick. Yeah, it's sick. He he's looks just like basically a, a like panther stalking. Yeah, he's like standing outside the cage, outside just the cage. staring at Jose Aldo. Or is he inside the cage? I'm sure a lot of you saw. Looking it. out. All right, both those things are Jones's fault. All right. Number eight, John Jones crying. Is that John Jones's fault? Always. Always. What? What? You, what bad stuff you think does John Jones have to cry about? Right. That isn't his own fault. Don't you dare play the victim. You boy. have an enchanted life, sir. Boy, don't you cry, boy. Boy. Everyone else gets to cry. Not those you. tears are your fault. Number nine, DC crying. Hundred percent Jones's fault. Oh my God, you made DC cry. Why? All right, number ten. Anderson eating a piece of pizza before weigh-ins. That's definitely John Jones' fault. And if you think I'm lying, that actually happened. You eat that pizza, Anderson. In the UFC Embedded vlog series, he's hanging out with Dana, and he's eating a piece of pizza. Like, there's pizza in Anderson's mouth while Dana goes up to him and says, hey, you know you're undefeated at light heavyweight, right? And he's like... Yeah, he's like, why are you eating pizza? You got you to fight tomorrow. He's going to fight. He's like, yeah, I'm underweight. Yeah, I'm I normally weight. fight at middleweight. <laughs> Just full-blown dad bod. All right, number 11. Travis Brown finally being beaten out 
how he should have been beaten many fights ago because just go Wait, away. Wait, that's not John Jones's fault. It's John Jones's fault. Travis Brown is a guy who thinks he's just God's gift. And so when he was fighting on John Jones's card, he was in full form. He was like, oh, I'm going to go be Kane because Jones is fighting. But then Jones dropped out and Travis is like, ah, I feel weird now. But you, dude, Travis sucks, dude. I'm so happy he lost. Thank you, yeah, Kane, but, for beating him. Yeah, but that's, you're saying it's John Jones's, that, like, that's a good thing. Like John Jones did us a favor. Oh, fuck. All right. So it's John Jones's fault that Travis Brown ever won at all. <laughs> that's that's how it's going to go. Savage. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's fair, right? Super fair. Super fair. Super fair. Number 12. Ronda not entering the octagon after the main event. 100% Jones's fault. Ronda should have floated <laughs> down from the sky. <laughs> God, uh, I wanted she her. Should have floated down like this. Yeah, I wanted her to then pull up that curtain, and it's just Rhonda fucking beating up herself. <laughs> just because with that's herself. what's happening in Rhonda's living room right now. She's beating herself up. Yeah. All right, that's fair, right? John John Jones' fault. To all John Jones' fault. Number thirteen. During both the fights and the commentary in between the fights. The screen graphics being so loud that you can't hear anything or yourself think. Do you guys notice that? Like during the fight, they will you will try to hear Outrageous. John. You will try to hear Joe Rogan being like, "Oh, he's, he's pulling guard," and then this graphic appears and, he's, <laughs> and you're just like, "What the fuck am so I looking at?" Loud. Like the levels weren't mixed. The mics. Did you notice the mics were shit all night? Mm-hmm. And just, they kept cutting oh, they to that like whole, film camera. What the fuck was the that? The frame rate was totally different. The, that's what I said. The, Terrible. The floor cam, the the cam that was on the floor of the canvas, so looking like basically re- on the you know on the ground of the fighters. It was a different. It was twenty four frames a second. The other f- cameras, I think, were thirty or sixty. That was twenty four. It looks so fucking weird. It's very distracting. All right, that's John Jones's fault. All his fault. Yeah. Clearly. They built a T-Mobile arena. They built an entire fucking arena in Las Vegas for that fight. Not for that fight, but they used a brand new arena. And everything else sucked in it. The graphics, the audio, everything was shit. They had a whole new arena. And you can't even get your AV together. I didn't realize that they built that arena for that. No, they didn't build it for UFC 200, but it is a new combat sports arena Uh, that was just built. All right. That whole building is his fault. Yeah. John Jones, you did this. Sit with the guilt. Number 14, Sage Northcutt being cut in his fight from an elbow and bleeding in the shape of a Reebok logo. <laughs> when you said that, I almost cried laughing. <laughs> I did. I came up with some... That was a good joke. Sage Northcutt got a cut in his eye, and his <laughs> his blood bled in the shape of a, of a Fight Pass subscription. Uh, yeah. All right. That's Jones's fault. Number 15, the fans really had just, like, no energy all night. Everyone was just tired and over it. it was weird. Yeah. They had about enough energy. It was all John Jones's fault. Okay, I have one. What? Tom Brady and Justin Timberlake sitting next to each other wearing matching little scally caps or whatever. All they probably got dressed at each other's house and went to the fight together holding hands. John Jones's fault. This is your fault. Both of those hats being created. John Jones went to Italy, watched those hats get built. He, <laughs> he lived in Boston for like 60 years, started the trend, gave them their hats, did it, went forward in time, became John Jones. This is all his fault. 100%. Fair enough. Number 16. Uh, the Reebok fight kits still sucking. Yeah, they don't look right. 
And you said that in, John Jones designed the fight kit. You said that in highlight reels now of people's like past they blur knockouts, out old sponsors. they've been blurring out old sponsors. Thanks, Reebok. Thanks, John Jones. Number 17, Brock fucking Lesnar somehow at one point being booed. Do you remember that? He took Mark Hunt down and was ground and pounding, and he fucking got booed. Oh, because people don't like watching that. They no, because they were tired after DC taking Anderson down. They were like, oh, no more takedowns. We're going to boo you. Yeah, they because booed Brock Lesnar. They paid for a circus. They wanted a circus. Come out on an elephant or go home. <laughs> John Jones caused that. This is your he fault, He sent John. a text message personally to every single person in the audience saying, boo right now. <laughs> Number 18. He sent a mass text. The fact that the UFC decided to start cross-promoting with the WWE, like, yeah. like a lot. And Chuck Liddell just suddenly fucking... We, we trusted of, you, Chuck. We trusted you. Comes out of nowhere to sell WWE video games. You can't do that, it's Chuck. It's not allowed. It's not allowed. John, this is your fault. Horrible. Look what you've done. Look what you did, miss. Miss. Number 19. Anderson getting on his knees and bowing to his security guard after his fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's he was so just different. bowing in the octagon, but the way that his security guard was standing, who <laughs> was like this tall, by the way. He's he, like, are you bowing to me? It just looked like he was bowing to his security uh, guard. We were saying that after that, he was just going to go individually to bow to everyone in the <laughs> everyone audience. Everyone in the audience. <laughs> it's going to take like six hours. <laughs> um, They're trying to clear out the arena, and he's still bowing. Yeah. Uh, number 20, Kane Velasquez throwing not one but two spinning wheel kicks. Wheel kicks. And landing it. That's John Jones' fault. Yeah, because John Jones created an alternate universe. Yeah, that's exactly Kane what... Kane Velasquez throws wheel kicks. John Jones created an alternate universe by and fucking doesn't up telegraph and them. You don't even see him coming. Everything was weird. This whole alternate new universe was never supposed to exist, but it was so weird. No one had ever put any time into it. It was like going to be weird. No one, no one's going to see it. But then John Jones fucking switched universes and was like, now you have to have the weird universe. We are. We're happens. in an alternate we universe. We are in the nth dimension because of John Jones. Uh, number 21, the fact that Amanda Nunes, who is, who's now a champion wearing a gold UFC belt made one twenty fifth of what Brock Lesnar made. No, (laughs) no, no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I will appreciate supposedly openly gay and she's a champion and that's awesome. That is all awesome. 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 125th though. So this is the figure I read, which, you know, take it with a grain of salt because a lot of these figures that come out the next day are are wrong sometimes or off. She supposedly made a hundred K No. and Lesnar made 2.5 million. So that's one twenty fifth, I believe. That's not fair. The end. (laughs) <laughs> all of that is John Jones, Jones created equal unequal pay yeah. so bad yeah oh appara- you did this uh, apparently DC made half as much as he was supposed to make because they had to pay Anderson oh uh, god yeah. right or I mean I don't know why you tell me why because I don't know they had to pay Anderson it's not an excuse there's no excuse to not pay DC I don't fucking know oh man. god alright so they that was a fun just, game. They should really have gave uh, Johnny Hendrix's twenty percent off. Oh God, Johnny Hendrix, get out! All right, you know what? That that is it. that is our game. Uh, it just made me more depressed about yeah, last maybe. night. So let's let's finish it by this, okay? You have a conversation scheduled to talk to yourself one year ago, and you get to give them one fact about UFC two hundred that you think that they will never believe, but it's a fact. What can you think of? 
as like a cohesive thought or fact telling someone in a year ago that would think you're crazy for saying, but it actually happened. Amanda Nunez has a belt. That's it? I don't know. Okay, that's fair. Um, okay. I would say in one year, Brock Lesnar is going <laughs> to, he's going to fight at UFC 200 directly after Anderson on the same UFC 200 card carries out his four year losing streak. And Misha Tate fights after everyone. <laughs> and then Misha Tate fought four year losing streak. Anderson Silva. I'd be like, nah, you crazy B. What a weird uh, fucking weekend. It was so weird. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast of us discussing this weirdest fuck uh, event. You know, John Jones, I want saving, my money back. I want my life no, back. I well, want my fucking is, time back. I want everything back. The saving grace is the fact that <laughs> Fight Pass, Fox Sports, all the prelims were basically main cards. Yeah. Like we had a bunch of great fights we were before so it got spoiled. weird. And it we got was, to we see Kane. And, yeah. Lowe's on one. Go Boston. It really was like such a mind fuck to think like even yesterday and the day before like yeah. there are still more fights. It like Gegard Mousasi fought on Fight Pass. Yeah, it's it, just it was. That. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, all in all, I'd say the entire scope of UFC 200, like the days leading up, it like completely spoiled. It was so fucking fun. Yeah. to watch days of fights. Yeah, and and I gotta say that's probably the most entertaining week of UFC embedded I've ever seen. Yeah, for sure. For the good, for better or worse, you for know, sure. Like it was, I'd say overall, yes. But like yesterday, like last night. Very weird, but like the whole thing, I'd say was pretty successful. Yeah, like exactly. Like awesome. in, in and seven, as a fan, you feel spoiled. Yeah, in seven days, we got more amazing fights than we've ever gotten in any seven days. True, but it should have been epic, and it wasn't. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, you can only do what you can do, and mm. I think they tried everything. But you know, but we played this game, and this gave us a lot of answers. When you lay your head down tonight, make sure you pray for Dana. <laughs> I don't know Papa if Dana's all right. Dana, white do you right think now. Dana's all right? Dana, you all right? You all right, darling? Dana, are you all right? Dana, you need to come have some pizza? <laughs> Dana, your doctor is tired of seeing you. Ugh. Get your shit together. I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Yeah. If uh, you don't watch fights or MMA or UFC, um, we'll, we'll see you see guys you next, next week. week. <laughs> but you don't, you don't hear this because you already signed off. Oh, uh, make sure you check out our sponsors, Tracker and uh, Five Star. Awesome stuff. Links in the description. Uh, and uh, please support them as it makes the show free for you. We appreciate yeah, for you. Sure. I'll see you guys in a week. Bye, fam. Love you, fam.